0: You can find them on Stitcher, Google Play, and iTunes. It's the Caffeinated and Confused Podcast with Hannah and Sam.
1: That's a very confusing time for any young lady. Hello. Well,
0: you're going to have to talk a little louder than that, but...
1: How is this?
0: That is perfect.
1: Can you uh, get an ASMR tingle? Off oh, my the God. We want to do... My voice is right here. I think I need We want to wanna do one out. of those. Yeah. I was a little but bit... I wouldn't be good at that. Like, the commercial that they did was fine because it was... What's her name? Uh... Zoe Kravitz.
0: There was a commercial on it?
1: You didn't see the Super Bowl commercial?
0: No, I didn't watch the Super Bowl.
1: I didn't either, but I read about it.
0: Oh. Yeah. I feel like when I start talking in real voice now, it's going to sound really
1: loud. It is.
0: Aggressive. Yes. Sam and I talk about that all the time. What is it called? AS, AS, <laughs> what is it?
1: ASMR. I don't remember what the, I think the R stands for. The S is sensory, probably, and the R stands for response. That's my guess. But anyway, the point is, is like there's sounds that make you feel those
0: videos. You have to listen to them with headphones in, though.
1: Yeah. Um. And I think there are certain sounds. Yeah. There are certain sounds that work for some people, but it's only something like 20% of the population.
0: Like if you, like scratch the microphone. Yes. Yeah. I don't think that's. You should get into that.
1: If you go to YouTube, there are tons. of Jake Gyllenhaal has done one. I've watched views. it like ten times. You know how much money they make? I don't. People
0: make money yeah. doing that. Well, you get. Well, I guess you, you make YouTube money YouTubing. People.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Huh? Okay. Well, anyway, Tom, why don't you introduce yourself?
1: I'm Tommy.
0: Tom- oh, so we- I can't yeah. call you Tom anymore. Yeah, Tommy. It's Tommy. Wow, yeah, well, I didn't know we had an identity change here.
1: Bev, you're not the only one who changed your name <laughs> since high school. Uh I, we, I'm your friend. What do you want me to tell you?
0: I don't know. Like, what's your life story?
1: Well, um, I'm currently consulting with a cosmetics company in Green Bay that makes the, really cool Did you cool bring products.
0: me stuff? Uh,
1: I didn't, okay. uh, but I can. And I would really enjoy that. Uh, I'm coming off of a of a way too long period of unemployment after doing a master's program and <laughs> then working for another company and quitting, but I live in Madrid where my girlfriend is and it's really nice uh, and I don't know what else uh, to tell you because you know everything (laughs) else about me.
0: I know but the people listening don't.
1: Yeah, but you could sort of like, I think the way that it works when you're hosting a podcast is that you like sort of guide the listener through. Yeah, but
0: here's the deal. Like, I don't really consider this hosting. This is just like two friends sitting down and talking.
1: Well, yeah, but that's the point. I'm saying you're my friend. So why should I tell you? This is a really good look into our friendship.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's you just yelling at me for things that I'm doing wrong.
1: You know what? It's not true. I don't yell. Um, You
0: just criticize nicely
1: yeah but I also do I also say nice things you're Very right that true. I need to do that more often so anyway no I uh I'm here in Green Bay now and it's actually feels amazing to be back yeah because
0: um, you haven't when did you move to Spain
1: I moved well first I moved to Warsaw, which by the way awesome town yeah um and then in 2016 in the fall of 2016 I moved to Barcelona
0: oh my god it's been that long yeah, yeah
1: yeah yeah that's wild you realize that I'm 30 now I just turned I 30 yeah
0: I turned thirty in June. Yeah, going to Nashville.
1: That's how you're with gonna all celebrate all the ladies. Yeah. Okay. Cool.
0: You wanna know my thought behind it? What? I've been in so many weddings in the last two years, mm-hmm. and I've spent a butt ton of money being in the weddings. So I'm like, you know what? We're gonna travel for my birthday. Hold up,
1: just to clarify. So we're not supposed to swear?
0: No, you can swear. Okay. I mean, I. I mean,
1: I don't. I not it. I wouldn't I like drop an f bomb. No, it doesn't. It doesn't normally come out. But I just wanted to be sure. Yeah. No,
0: this is pre-recorded. so, like, I dropped an F-bomb a couple weeks ago, and I just went back and bleeped it.
1: Well, that's cool. Bleeping. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I've never been to Nashville, but I really want to go at some to. point. You need to. I
0: think you would like it. I Actually, maybe not, like, 2019 Nashville. I feel like it's gotten very touristy.
1: Yeah, could, could which be. Which I don't
0: know that you would enjoy.
1: I, you know, so I went to a place that also has a reputation for being super touristy in the region, which is Gatlinburg, Tennessee, I which I... No. i just
0: automatically assumed that was a european country doesn't it sound like it would be
1: gatlinburg yeah yeah it probably well i mean the ending definitely has a german feel to it yeah. um and it's probably you know was settled by german speaking people but okay. um it's like actually i went there skiing when i lived in atlanta uh when you, did
0: you live in atlanta well live where haven't you lived is the real question
1: uh, there are quite a few places but I, I i need to take that back when i worked in atlanta for three months Okay. I don't think that counts as Did I know there. that? Uh, I don't mm, know. I don't know if I did know it that. It was during college. I did an internship at a Latino bank in oh. Atlanta. All um, right. And anyway, I went with a family that I was staying with, my coworkers. We went up to Gatlinburg, which yeah. is like, I don't know, six-hour drive or something like that, and they're skiing there in Tennessee. Mm. And so... Actually, I went when I went down to visit them. But anyway, it's so like the typical place where it's super touristy and the, the main street has a Ripley's Believe It or Not, and it has a Madame Tussauds What Museum is a Ripley's Believe
0: It or Not? Like, what mean, do you, as
1: you, you know the stores? Yeah,
0: but what, do you, what is inside of it?
1: I've never been inside of oh. it, but they're in all the tourist towns. I think they have them in Wasn't like,
0: that a TV show?
1: It's like a mini Branson, Missouri. Okay. Well, Ripley's Believe It or Not was like a thing way back in the day in the early 1900s.
0: What? I just thought it was like a Nickelodeon TV show.
1: Ripley's, believe it or not. Yeah, I mean, it might be. I'm looking it, it up. It might have happened. But I, I swear think originally to God. there was a guy who would go around the world, like finding weird people and weird objects, almost like I'm a Guinness Book of World.
0: I feel like I'm going to learn so much from you today.
1: Well, I hope so. But I, I would also like to learn about your your life as a uh, Green Bay celebrity now. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: uh, that's oh, there's one in Wisconsin.
1: Yeah. So anyway. It's just like there's a certain kind of town. Like, have you ever been to Niagara, like Niagara Falls? No,
0: Tom. I really have you ever been, been to
1: Branson, Missouri?
0: No, my grandma has been. Have
1: you been to Orlando? Uh,
0: is that where Disneyland is?
1: I don't know if it's Disneyland or World. Would it, or yes, whatever. Yes, Disney's there. Yeah.
0: Yes, then I have been.
1: Uh, just like a, t- a town that has all these like chain tourist establishments. Yeah. So there's like a store that's called, as you've as seen on TV. Yeah. And then there's a Ripley's, believe it or not, and there's a Madame Tussauds Wax Museum. Those are sweet. And there's, like, all all, all the family restaurants. I'm not going to say like again on this entire podcast.
0: No, I'm so bad. I listen back. I'm done. I listen back to these to try to find the good teaser clips, and I want to, like, rip. I just said it again. I say it so much, it's bad.
1: Yeah, and you can't bleep out a like. No. That doesn't count.
0: Sometimes I'll go back and I'll delete, like... If I, I'm not, that's all I'm going to think about now.
1: Okay. Just it's
0: so hard. I'm not even going to try. It's uh, going to happen.
1: It's good for us as humans to think before we speak. I know. So but
0: then there are some instances where I just feel like I have to say it.
1: Okay. Well, you can do that. I'm, I mean, I
0: feel like I'm not going to be myself now. I'm going to be thinking. It's not way a zero
1: tolerance policy. Um, I'm really
0: proud of you for having a pop socket type thing on your phone.
1: Yeah, uh, it's my girlfriend's phone case, but and, and I was skeptical at first, but I really like it. They're the best. Uh, you can Would you also, like a Y100 one? Uh, yeah, but I'll also you when you, thank you, Um, when you spin it, it's pretty cool. Yeah, mine doesn't do um, So let's talk about some real world yeah, stuff. Yeah, okay. What's happening? Well, you said
0: you had a lot to tell me. When I was like, "What's going on with your life?" and you ah, said,
1: "Yeah, well, it's a all lot. very, it's all very up in the air because this company is really cool, All Natural Cosmetics."
0: You worked for them before you moved, right?
1: I, when I worked in banking before, okay, I used to, you know, give commercial loans. Yeah, um, and so I worked with them as a business banker. Okay, and then I became friends with them, and then when I moved to Wausau, I became a, a board member for them. Oh. And they've continued to grow since then. And they have their up and downs of, of you know, struggling with growth and yeah. managing, you know, inventory and stuff like that and managing costs of the production line. Um, but th- in general, they keep growing and growing. And so now they're in um, 200 Whole Foods stores oh, around wow. the country. And Are they
0: in the, the poppy boutique here? N-
1: yes, I think they are. They are. They, they will be. I saw be. them there. Um, think. I'm not i don't know that's the specifics of which sort of um spas and salons they're in and whatnot but um but as far as the big retailers they're in whole foods but they're also um you know working pretty closely with a couple of other ones that you would know that i don't want to talk about yet but then we're also in um the allure beauty box for the month of march
0: Ooh, that's exciting
1: yeah um, that's
0: going to be a lot of people that's going to get that then.
1: Uh, well, like we are currently producing 127,000 that we, wow. in theory, we're supposed to deliver by Wednesday next week. Actually, I think we already So is it just deadline. one of
0: your products that go in the box? One
1: specific product, uh, a, a grapefruit multi-stick. What is that? It's like a bron- uh A, a, a bronzer? No, a bronzer. No, oh. a, a. it's not a concealer.
0: I we love how much you know about makeup.
1: I don't know much about makeup. This is
0: making me very happy.
1: Um, but what I do know is our products are cool because they're all natural and they're handmade here by people in Green Bay. Yeah. Um, you know, so no extra chemicals in them, um, no animal testing, Yeah. no animal products. So, you know, for some people they don't care and that's fine. But for other people, particularly with like allergies to certain, Yeah. you know, some people who have issues with like, breakouts from cosmetics when they switch over to using natural products it goes away and so that's actually how the company was started is that the the founder ashley uh used to have really bad breakouts from regular cosmetics is she she a local person yeah yeah she went to notre dame seriously she's a few years older than us i'm not gonna say her age because you're not supposed to do that oh well she's as old as my oldest sister i'll say that
0: okay well you have like 27 sisters (coughs) so yes how many siblings do you have? Ten? Nine?
1: Ten? Um, well, we have twelve now. Twelve. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Uh, we adopted a really cool, what? uh, a really cool woman from Uganda. That's uh, awesome. Who now lives with my parents and who is going to UWGB. I did Esther. not know that. You wouldn't have met her. No. If you remember, in high school we also had for a while Anastasia.
0: I do. I remember that.
1: Yeah. So I think she's still around Green Bay somewhere, but also from Uganda, also lived with us for a while, um, and so yeah, technically that's. that's there are just many owls running around. Total. That's crazy. Um, so yeah.
0: And little George is not little anymore. He's eleven. That's crazy. Yeah. We went to the. Oh, that was the last time I saw you. Was when we went to the. Wildlife sanctuary. We did
1: go to the wildlife sanctuary Is that last year. I tried to get you out into nature. I was I so hungover. <laughs> you know, your thirtieth birthday party should be somewhere out in nature, maybe, and not in a Nashville bar.
0: Why are you judging me for what I'm gonna do on my thirtieth? birthday? You're right. Birthday? I shouldn't.
1: You're right. You're right.
0: Let me live my life. You're right. No, you're There's right. It's not my in day. Nashville. It's not
1: my day. But we we should plan another trip. Okay. To, s- to celebrate, you know, other things. Okay. Yeah.
0: We can do that. But I'm gonna live my life. Yes, in Nashville Please. For please. My 30th. I retract what I said. Thank you. I really appreciate that. So, <coughs> the company is called A Au- Au-Natur- Natural?
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, hopefully Ashley never, never hears this, but uh, when it was founded, they m- she misspelled the name. Oh, stop it. It's still misspelled. <laughs> it but, still is? Yeah. I mean, to the naked eye, uh, it doesn't seem that it's misspelled and it works. And a lot of startups, you know, misspell the name intentionally because it's cool so i guess it works but on natural if you would write it in french the i believe the um it ends right now with a l e and it should end with e l e. Oh. um well yeah it's the trendy thing to
0: not spell things correctly so yeah
1: um and it's fine also because when people google us by our name then we're the only one who comes up because no one else is misspelling that word so
0: maybe (laughs) subconsciously She was trying to do that. You know
1: what? Yeah. But also just because she's had a million, a million things to do since she started it. And, you know, that's the least of her worries right now. Yeah. yeah. Well,
0: that's cool. So you are in Green Bay. Yeah. I need to hear more about this. You don't have like a flight back.
1: Yeah. Is that the situation? Well, okay. So I'm, let's. This makes me happy. Let's talk about real life. I went through a very dark phase until I came here. Yeah. Not because Spain isn't awesome. Yeah. Um, and not because Madrid isn't awesome and because not because my girlfriend and her family aren't awesome. Yeah. Um, but because I really struggled with being unemployed. I don't think I had ever been unemployed in my no. life. Um actually since I started working at McDonald's in middle school, yeah. I had a job all the way through until I went to school. And well, like le- you're
0: not just like a job job, but like you work hard. Yeah. So to not
1: yeah. work,
0: yeah, that would be a huge lifestyle. Yeah. Change.
1: Yeah, it was. So what it,
0: made you quit the job that you had?
1: I'm a couple. I, was, I worked for a startup that in theory is going to get a bunch of funding and investing startup that, that is basically an application that allows you to invest in different stock markets around the world. Okay. From your phone. Um, there is one already in the U S called Robinhood, and they do it. So it's all automated. Um, and, and they have such scale that they don't charge anything. So right now, if you buy a stock, you have to pay a fee Yeah. to your broker.
0: You I know, know so nothing the, about stocks. Even the
1: online ones. Maybe if you watched a TV commercial, like, I said, like, shoot. <laughs> I was doing so well. If, uh, you know, E-Trade or Scott Trade, those things that they get advertised a lot, normally they'll charge you at least $7 per trade. And oh, so these okay. applications can cut that out. And so this guy is starting a company, a young guy, 26 years old, Harvard dropout, um, really intense. No big deal. And I started, and I started working with him, um, and he intentionally uses fear as a form Ooh. of management. That's one thing that I didn't really like.
0: Mm-mm. That was my old thoughts. That was the worst.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, it's just not a way to be. I get no. it that you can be serious and you can be mission-driven, but... Um, know to really abuse the emotions of people doesn't seem to make sense it's all about establishing clear objectives and then giving people the tools they need to succeed and finding out when when it's not working what do we need to change yeah but what he would do is is send me an email and say you know you're you're doing a horrible job
0: oh my god you know
1: and then i would come in the next day and say so we want to talk about the email that you sent me yesterday on sunday night what email
0: stop he wouldn't yeah. even acknowledge it
1: no it's not that he wouldn't acknowledge it it's that to him it wasn't that big of a deal but also that he wasn't he was making it seem like he was super upset and i was doing a horrible job but in actuality he was just trying to scare me to work more yeah. or to work harder i
0: feel like people like that aren't gonna succeed in the long run like you can't you would, you're gonna have so much turnover right, if you treat people like right, that
1: right well and this is something that I talk about with, with the people at the cosmetics company is, is there's this myth of the solo founder. So we hear about Mark Zuckerberg. We hear about Elon Musk. We hear about, you know, Steve Jobs. We hear about all these people as if they did that by themselves. Yeah. Um, but in reality, there was a whole team around them that was working the long hours, eating pizza every day, yeah. not showering. Zuckerberg shared a house with like 10 other people. For I mean,
0: the whole like eating pizza, and not showering actually sounds pretty great.
1: Yeah. I mean, it can be. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, especially when you're working on a cool project yeah. um, and you like the team that you're around. So, so, so there's this myth that now that Zuckerberg did it all by himself, Yeah. even though there's a movie where it talks about all the other people that he sort of stomped mm-hmm. on al- along the way. But even then, you know, he's not the only one who works past five. Yeah. And so how do you get that? One is creating a nice environment. And then two is giving people a stake in the success of the company. Yeah. So when, um, you know, when the company goes out to this, when, it, when it's listed on the stock market, a lot of people make money. Thousands of employees, if you get to that size, make money yeah. on, the, on the stock. Um, and that's what motivates people to go the extra mile, um, along with, you know, being aligned with the mission of the company. So this guy in Madrid that I was working for First said that he would give me equity, and then when I received a final offer after I got my visa, after working for three months as a consultant, yeah, there was no equity, and I said, uh, "What about the equity?" And he said, "I'm not giving equity to anybody."
0: This guy kind of sounds like the worst. Was yeah. he American?
1: No, 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 he's Spanish. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I don't. In you, you want to be generous with it and assume there's a misunderstanding or things changed and he's not able to give me the equity we wanted. But either way, I, I wasn't going to help someone who uses fear based management get rich. Yeah. So that's, so I quit and I thought, you know, should I stay and keep working until I find the next job? Because they say you find, it's easier to find jobs while you're working. Yeah. Um, But I, I, I just, c- I couldn't do it. So I left after two days, you know, two days yeah. after he gave me the, the offer. And, So I proceeded to start emailing people and you know LinkedIn, AngelList, where you can get access to startup jobs, um, you know, and and going to events and trying to meet people, and I really didn't get anywhere. Um, And so then, I started stopping down at the Chinese grocer. Ying is the guy's name who who runs the grocery below our house, and getting a bottle of wine pretty frequently. Yeah, it's really cheap and really good in Spain. Um, And so suddenly I hit a low point where you know, depending on the day of the week, like that was what I was looking forward to was when it was socially appropriate to open a bottle of yeah. wine while I'm working, Yeah. I'm doing air quotes here, working on, on finding a job. Um, so I was easily drinking, you know, a bottle a day at one point, Yeah. if not more, um, really not healthy, um, but also just not a good way to be happy. So, yeah. um, so, but I was able to get through it and I helped a few different friends with projects and I started helping on this project here. And, um, you know, thankfully they, they needed help and I, and I like helping them, so. Yeah. And it's a rain's it pours situation. I had been in conversations with different companies and I knew that if I did nothing, that they would not come to a conclusion about whether they wanted to hire me or something was going to happen. But if I bought a plane ticket yep. to come here, that the next day a whole bunch of stuff would happen, you know? Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. So the very next day, one of these consulting firms reached out to me. Then the next week when I got here, two more companies reached out to me. And so now I have an offer back in Madrid and I have to figure out what to do.
0: Well, shoot. But you willed it into existence though. I'm so firm in believing about that.
1: Seriously, you have to control, yeah. you know, fate can be a cruel mistress.
0: Yeah, I'm very big. That's how I got my job here. I was like, Tell I me already... about that. Yeah. I just was determined that I was going to get it. Like, it was, like, a five-month process where I applied, like, didn't hear anything, just kept reaching out, kept reaching out. But, like, in my mind, I was, like, I'm going to, like, I called apartments. Like, I had it all figured out before they even contacted me back. And so I bugged them for months. And then finally they brought me in for an interview. Wow. And it went really wow. well. But then the boss man, Jeff McCarthy, he um called me, like, an hour after I left, was on my way back to Milwaukee because it was a Monday, so I had to take a half day. So I had to be back by noon. And he, what are you doing with that gum? Just throw it away. I wanted There's to get rid of my gum. Right I couldn't
1: find the garbage. Keep going.
0: <laughs> um, they, he called me. I was still in the car on my way back to Milwaukee. And he was like, hey, listen. He's like, we really, really like you a lot. Like, We want you on the team, but we basically already offered this job to someone else right um she does the morning show in wausau it's a top rated morning show like what would you think about you can take her spot in wausau Mm -hmm. and i was like oh like i'll think about it but like i wasn't gonna move to wausau like i wanted to come home so then that day at my job my old job i had um i did like a lot of design stuff with photoshop Mm -hmm. so i made a piece on like why i should be in green bay so it was like pictures of me like In Green Bay, like at Country USA, like, you know, just local stuff. And I sent it over that day and then they offered me the job the next day.
1: Hometown pitch. Yeah,
0: I did it. But I was like, I'm not going to take no for an answer. And I like had it in my mind, like I'm going to move home. Yeah. And then I did.
1: Do you think that a lot of people, um, do you think that that's fairly common that people have that moment where they don't take no for an answer? Because I think that I think when I look at my own life or I look at, you know, other people's lives, I kind of wonder. I don't think I've hit that moment where I said I'm not going to take no for an answer. And then I push through a brick wall like you did. Yeah. And I wonder how many people actually ever do that or they kind of just remember the time. I feel like it could be like
0: a double edged sword, though, because it's like you like at some points it can come off like you're for sure. like you really want to do it. You want it. You're going to. But then at other points, like you can come off as kind of a crazy psycho.
1: Yes. You know, I guess it Intense. just depends on yeah. how you yeah.
0: how you frame it, but...
1: It is a it is a little bit... I, I listened to a great podcast the other day, well, a few weeks ago, I guess, This American Life. Okay. Have you, have you ever I've listened heard to of it? I've heard of that. I haven't it's listened NPR, to it. It's NPR, Ira Glass. I've heard no, of it. I haven't listened. Yes. Anyway, um, it was about uh romance, rom-coms. Yeah. And how... How it's great in a movie that there's usually a moment in the movie where they do something that's totally outlandish to win the affections yeah. of someone that in real life would be considered to be crazy. super crazy. Yeah. And that th- it must be that many people are influenced by those scenes and then attempt such crazy things and fall flat on their face yeah. and end up looking like a total weirdo. Um, and so they told a story about a guy who thought his then girlfriend was going to visit her ex-boyfriend and get engaged to her ex-boyfriend on a trip in texas oh boy so he flew down to oh, texas yikes. and bought a ring from a machine and proposed to her in the airport and she was absolutely mortified they ended up getting married in the end yeah but it was super embarrassing it yeah. wasn't like the music turned no. on and people started clapping and they kissed each other it was like
0: what are you doing you are you a crazy psycho you, how do you
1: even know where i am right now yeah you know um and so it is, when you think about it, there's so many movies that have that yeah. outlandish moment.
0: Well, and I feel like a lot of people are scared of rejection. So like you don't yeah. want to yeah. do that. Or I feel like up until that moment, I was always like, like, I'm just, okay, you don't like me. It's fine. Whatever. Right. But I was like, I don't know. I was just determined. And I, fine.
1: I didn't want you anyway. Yeah. I wasn't that into this job. I didn't care. Yeah.
0: Not a big deal. Um, What is it? I was talking to someone else about this the other day. It's a book and a movie about, like, the power of, like, thinking things into existence. Yeah. Now, I can't remember the name of it. I was just talking to you about it in book club the other night. But anyway, I watched that, and you now I'm book like... book club. I do.
1: You're a member, or is no, it... No, it's are my book Oprah? club. Okay.
0: Through Y100. So I have people RSVP every month, and then we meet here and discuss the book.
1: And who chose the book?
0: Uh, the listeners get to choose. So they... When they sign up online, they can recommend a book. Yeah. And then, like, whichever one gets the most or, like, I'll go and pick it. So Mm -hmm. we did the the Rachel Hollis Girl, Wash Your Face.
1: I I am not familiar. Does it have anything to do with cosmetics?
0: No. It is about – it's, like, a self-help type book, but it's about her talking about her journey. So, like, she started off as a party planner and, like, ended up – she, like, was super into, like, female empowerment, and Mm -hmm. so she started a blog, and it's just about, like Every single chapter is like a lie that she told herself. So, yeah, like one chapter is like always take like no as an answer or something, and then it's like about a certain thing that what like she went through in her life and how she overcame it.
1: Interesting. So it was very good.
0: So we had a bunch of girls here on Wednesday, and we had life talks about that stuff.
1: And did you provide them with beverages? I did, or and is pizza. Is it only me no, that you don't provide no, beverages?
0: No, I provided them with soda.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Because I was a little nervous about providing. Like people who I wasn't sure if they were 21. I get it. With alcohol.
1: Yeah, and you don't want to card people at your book club. No, but I did provide pizza. And also, if you're having a good time, I mean, I'm not turning into a teetotaler here. But after going through a dark period of drinking way too much, I'm very much trying to err on the side of not drinking so much. And, you know, I find that we socially in Wisconsin and other places, obviously um you know drink a lot well of course we drink a lot but also where it's like just out of instinct we add alcohol to the occasion yeah. as if it's like necessary furniture that's to, true to a social gathering yeah when if you just didn't and everyone came it still would work out fine yeah. and everyone would still have a fun time so i'm sure that you know if i had gone to your book club i might have been one of the few people being like come on bev hannah why didn't you <laughs> why didn't you bring us any drinks Um.
0: Well, we had fun but, without
1: it. But, I, but I'm sure that they just had fun. Yeah. yeah. So it's just completely unnecessary.
0: It was really fun. Um, I feel like I gather it's... Well, and it's so interesting. We were talking about like speaking of fear because um, like these girls came on their own. So like yeah. they didn't bring friends. And so like three of them said that they just sat in the parking lot freaking out because they were so nervous about oh. like... Yeah. coming into an environment yeah. you know like by yourself and so we had such a long discussion about that and i was telling them how i still feel that way yeah like even in my job where like i'm getting like paid to go somewhere for people to like come out but like i still get super uncomfortable if i have to go by myself like sure. i had to do that gambler's game last weekend
1: yeah you asked me to come several yeah. times yeah. yeah and
0: you veiled, but that's fine
1: i was busy sorry but
0: um but, like, I still get, like, anxious about, like, going to stuff like that, even though the suite that we had were, like, listeners who, like, knew I was going to be there and, like, probably were like, oh, cool, whatever. But, like, I still freak out about that. Sure. So it was just really interesting. And now I feel like we all, like, became friends and we all got super comfortable with each other. So it was cool.
1: And what is the root of your nervousness? Or what, what did you guys get into, um, you know, what, what were I don't know. In? I
0: feel like it's just, that's just life. I don't know. Like.
1: Is it. But I, is I think it because like you want the, people to like you? Because you're walking in and you want to feel—is it just you feel more comfortable around people you know? Is I it, think that's what it a fear is. of making introductions? I think know? it's just a fear I, of
0: like what are like what are we gonna talk about? Like how? Like I don't know. It's just yeah. it's just awkward. You and
1: know, so, but
0: like we got super comfortable super fast, and I was like, this is actually like super interesting that you guys were all nervous because like I was nervous that anyone was even going to show up and that like, you know, if people actually read the book. And so it was just funny how like everyone, every person on this earth gets nervous. But like, why? Right. You know what I mean?
1: Uh, I think we all have our different reasons, but I, I, yeah.
0: Like deep down, if you think about it, it's like we have no reason to be nervous because everyone feels that way.
1: Well, no, there are definitely some people who just don't seem to get nervous ever.
0: Uh, Well, they might not seem like they get nervous, but I feel like they probably do.
1: You're right. In some way or another. But again, the book is about envisioning things, right? No, that's a different book you are mentioning. Uh, You know, there are some people who can just, you know, those old tricks of like, I'm going to envision the audience naked or I'm going to envision myself getting the job and then they get the job. Yeah. And then everyone
0: in the audience does get naked. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Surprise. You thought about it yeah. and it happened.
1: Yeah, uh it hasn't happened to me yet, but
0: one day, Tom. Yeah. Tommy, sorry.
1: Yeah, Tommy. Get it right. My bad. Um aggressive. Actually someone at the at the cosmetics company asked me today. She wanted to clarify whether it was Tommy, Tom, or Thomas and was kind of cute about I just want to make sure I didn't offend you. Yeah. You know, for using the same name. So like you're gonna get offended
0: if I call you Tom? No, no, no. It's a habit. No, no, no. I, I have don't. a friend.
1: I you don't you should you should you should have seen how excited my nephew got. He's a huge train fan. Yeah, and they only recently allowed him to start watching Thomas the Tank oh. Engine. Oh, right. But he until I told him a few weeks ago, he had never made the connection between Uncle Tommy, actually my real name being Thomas, Thomas. so I'm Uncle Thomas.
0: So now you're really cool.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I share a name with his hero.
0: Yeah. How many nieces and nephews do you have
1: now? How many? Um. So we are now on. Let's see. I gotta count this right. Two, three, five, six. What? Yeah.
0: Which one of your siblings all have kids? My shirt is. Casey not even and hurt.
1: Jessica. They live on Washington Island. Okay. Um,
0: Casey is your.
1: He's my stepbrother. Step step, he's my brother, brother. Brother, I know, but
0: like, just in my mind, there's so many I need to envision.
1: Literally, my brother yeah. from a different mother. Yes, he's Dennis's um,
0: brother. Is that his name, Dennis?
1: His last name is Dennis. Oh yeah, yeah. My bad. What Hey, hey, good memory. Good memory. I
0: know, I'm trying.
1: Nick and Casey Nick. Dennis. Casey's the older one. Yep. Nick is the younger one. Nick is a police officer yep. here in Green Bay now. He's actually in the canine unit. Um, I follow his
0: wife on Facebook.
1: Yeah. And then uh and then Casey and Jessica, his wife, uh, they live on Washington Island and they have okay. three small children. Three. Yeah. And, holy cow. Um but it's cool she's a teacher on the island and that's been interesting watch them because when you think about an interesting lifestyle yeah um you know i'm living in madrid and i that's different and green bay is its own thing and you know you've lived other places and um but washington island is a whole nother boat a whole nother island if you will i
0: have never been there but i've heard amazing it's lovely
1: it. it's lovely so how
0: big is that population do they have just one school I feel like it's yeah not that yeah big. yeah of
1: course yeah yeah I think that the year-round population is now I I I'm confident that it's under a thousand wow but, um but I think that it's like five hundred that's I, wild I, I don't know but during the summer it's much busier yeah. obviously you have day tourists but also you have people you know fibs and whatnot you yeah. have houses on the island um and I shouldn't say that they they help the economy. <laughs> um, you can say whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, well, I shouldn't swear. Um, so the lifestyle, especially during the winter, because they run the ferry a lot less. Yeah, because it does freeze over. Death's Door, the the strait between the island and the peninsula, actually freezes over. At well, I was going to say, how can it even run if it's? Oh, it's an icebreaker ferry, but oh, okay. it's not that thick of ice. Yeah. It's not like the polar exploration icebreakers, <laughs> but it's. It's still cool. I've never been on it during the winter, but I saw some video of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but so some back in the day, they used to also go across in snowmobiles. One of the ferries is named after a guy who lost all his limbs when he oh. fell through the ice crossing. Um,
0: that sounds like a horrible. He's to lose
1: either books. Arnie Richter or Alfred Noble. I don't remember. Those which,
0: are very different. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, but they're both. <laughs> so names those are the of the d- oh, Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. There are
1: a few other n- ferries that I can't remember the name of. Either way, they're very isolated up there, but they're happy with that.
0: Yeah. How um, did they choose that place to live?
1: My um, dad and Sally, Yeah. my other mom, she, um, she and my dad bought a place up there a few years ago after going up for vacations during yeah. the summer. And they bought a place on the water. It's a really nice, cool place to go hang out. It's really relaxing. And then they actually bought a farm up there. Oh, so now there's a potato farm, Washington Island Potatoes, which sells organic potatoes to wow. restaurants in Dark County. And that's my your family farm.
0: is so yeah. fascinating to me. Thank you. Like you guys They're just cool have people. so much going on. I always see good old Bob Atwell on my TV.
1: Yeah. What, what is he time? doing on the TV?
0: Just like talking to me personally. No, he, I what, don't know. He's on commercials.
1: Yeah, I guess. I don't know. He's, he's going to retire eventually.
0: Eventually. Do you think you would ever work
1: at the bank back again? At the bank? No. 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 Really cool. It's
0: insane how much that bank has grown since we were in high school.
1: Yeah. Nicolay is doing well. Um, and and it's, it's good to see because I think they still do a great job for customers and yeah. everything. But obviously, they started out, um, you know, with just trying to not become a big bank. Yeah. And obviously, as you grow, it becomes harder to maintain the level of service. But so far, so good.
0: Yeah. Because I feel like that, the one downtown, that was like the one location, wasn't it? Well... I mean, there's just so many yeah. of them now. Like, it's it's yeah. cool to well, see. because of
1: the acquisitions. Yeah. They, they they bought a bank. That's how I ended up in Wausau, because they bought a bank over yeah. in Wausau. Um Well, Medford is actually where that bank was from. And then, you know, Bay Lake and, and a few others. So it's it's definitely been interesting, Um, and it's been really fun. I get to talk to my dad about business all yeah. the time and, you know, uh, a lot of other things. And, and it's always been great to learn from him.
0: I just think it's cool. I remember in high school—I think it was high school— when that bank, the one downtown, remember when I, yeah. you like gave me a tour of it and it was I like did, the yeah. coolest thing ever with like the windows that well, were electronic, the blinds. But it yeah. was just so funny to that look back on room. it now.
1: Yeah. Well, if that you was remember, like so cool. at the time, downtown Green Bay was going through some struggles. Yeah. Right. This is before all these new apartment buildings. This is before the yeah. Schreiber building. This is before uh, well, now they're finishing the Northland Hotel renovation. Yeah. This is before the Port Plaza Mall was still there. Yeah, and people did not want to go downtown at all, especially for offices. So they built that kind of as a statement. The building there, yeah, it um, was
0: like by itself, and now it's surrounded it was, by other it huge was, buildings. Yeah,
1: so I mean, my dad—if you give him too much leash—he will try to take credit for rejuvenating <laughs> downtown Green Just Bay. Just let him have it. I mean, they played a small part, yeah. and then all the businesses that they financed, but. I mean, it's just really cool for everyone that it happened. And obviously it helps the real estate price. If you're gonna build a headquarters, build it yeah. where where there's some upside. Um and and it's worked out well for them so far. But I know it's just downtown's so, cool. so much better now. Yeah.
0: I always think of that. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I remember when that we never wanted was new. to go
1: downtown when back in the day, you know? No. Do you remember as a teenager saying, Let's go downtown, no. please?
0: Like I literally never went downtown until they moved cocos to that spot. Wow. Which is downtown now, because Coco's is my jam. Yeah, and now I mean now we always go out downtown. There's right like Hagemeister and
1: yeah, I remember some horrible horrible nights at like the Cock and Bowl.
0: Oh yeah, stirrups and
1: stirrups. Yeah, the Nines.
0: Oh, I love the Nines. Sky,
1: do you remember when it was Sky? I do. What is that now? And then that guy Nick Nick Barnett had had a bar down there, right? Did he? He was the worst. Club Fifty Six, right? He
0: was such a douche.
1: Is that swearing? To, say, no. to call someone a douche, t-word?
0: he's a douche okay. canoe, douche lord. Um, yeah, that's really funny. God, I like the nines. We went there. We went to for Katie's birthday, Katie mm-hmm. Coleman. Um, we went to see Seth Meyers at the Meyer Theater. How was it? So funny.
1: My mom and sister just went to see Trevor Noah, and they said it was awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've never been to a comedy show, and I didn't know how it was going to be. Just him being like a talk show host. Right. But Katie, Reese, Kale and I all went, and literally i cried laughing the whole time
1: so of the percentage of jokes what that was a horrible way of asking the question what percentage of the jokes were trump related
0: he actually didn't spend a lot of time on that because he knew his audience yeah you know what i mean so
1: there's a different set for green bay versus probably i mean he
0: talked it was toward the end he talked maybe like 15 minutes about it like 10 to 15 minutes yeah but the show was like two hours long so it's really not
1: sure well i mean no matter who's president there's always going to be jokes yeah. like you should make fun of your president yeah. at some point
0: but trump more but i i so. just
1: well i just yeah he gives us more content you know uh to think about yeah more sound bites and more tweets but i just you know i get tired of them sometimes all the all the night shows because it's like seems it's like always all they that
0: do. yeah he made sure he really only did a small bit he talked a lot about being a dad and just like funny stories about one of them was about a moment where his wife was in the kitchen with the kids and he Mm. was in the other room and he heard this huge like clunk sound and he went in and the kid had fallen down the stairs and he said to the wife, what What? just happened? She's like, well, I saw him coming down, but I figured it would be a learning lesson for (laughs) him not to do that. And then Seth Meyers is like, and then I just couldn't help but think if the roles were reversed and if I was the one to say it was a learning lesson, I would get my head chopped off. And it was just, he talked a lot about stuff like that. It was really funny. I enjoyed it. I like him. Yeah, but then we went to the nines after, and it was funny because it started off with um, like calmer music, you know, just jams. It wasn't as loud, and progressively throughout the night, like, it would just get more hardcore, Cardi B, and that was so loud. Nice. At one point, we were like, we got to get out of here, yeah. but it was funny to see the progression of the nines. You
1: should try going to a Spanish restaurant. Is that what happens? Well, not the, the music is part of it, but Spanish people are super loud. Yeah. Um, in general, right? Yeah. But when you put them in a closed space in a small restaurant and they're having fun and having an animated oh conversation and then you have a little bit of music, it's out of control. <laughs> and I actually read something recently that said, I'm totally going to de- just just destroy the statistic. But it was something like at, at any, um, you know, any 60% spa- of Spaniards at some point are exposed to noise levels above uh, the World Health Organization standards for safety on a regular basis. Seriously? Yeah.
0: Just from them like talking or just the way they listen well, to everything?
1: Well, so I don't know if the study was, was comprehensive enough to understand exactly the causes, but that's one thing. Um, but then another thing has to do with architecture that you, if you have lots of cars and specifically uh, uh, crotch rockets, yeah. mopeds and things, going down um, skinny narrow streets all with brick buildings and with pavement yeah and not a lot of vegetation there's no uh you know soundproofing if you will and it actually is actively making it worse like the noise canyons off the the building walls and so yeah and you have thin walls and and it's not like you have soundproof or winterproof windows in a place like that so sound travels yeah so when you buy an apartment, it's all about getting your apartment with the bedrooms at the back away from the street huh. um, because it's, it's just loud. That's interesting. And also people are up later at night, too.
0: I feel like I'm going to be deaf for sure. By I listen. To, well, especially with my job, I listen yeah. to it so loud. And then I find myself like I'll listen to my TV really loud and then I'll turn it on the next day and just really question my existence yeah. <laughs> and why I was listening to the Real Housewives at a level of. 36 yeah,
1: I think the thing the thing I worry about With 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 our habits these days with with technology yeah. is our eyes
0: That's so true. I mean, maybe
1: it's just me. I mean my eyes are definitely getting worse Yeah, and you have to get be. the blue light glasses. I do I oh, do is that, that what those are But you know how like when they say that a new technology is safe or a new drug is safe yeah. um, it is safe with limited contact when you're using it for sure because they do tests, right, but there aren't studies before products are released that show what is the lifetime effect of using a drug. It's just like Mm -hmm. they didn't figure out cigarettes were cancerous for very long because it's like, it takes a whole lifetime to get lung cancer, right? Um, And so our exposure and constant use of blue light or whatever, you know, radio waves. I mean, I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist here, but I'm just saying that they never, like we're the first generation that will have spent the majority of our lives in front of screens starting all the way back, you know, when they first That's gave us trans, uh, to think about. Uh, typing classes or like the in guinea elementary pigs. school. Yeah. That's yeah. wild. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of interesting. It ties in with the thing with this cosmetics company because their whole thing is not using toxins. You yeah. Know? Um, and obviously there are, there are certain things that aren't harmful, but people get scared of the name and they want the idea of all natural and they want names that they can understand. Um, but it's also just a difference of us law versus European law that makes it very noticeable the the value of a company like this What is is the
0: difference between the European law?
1: So in Europe, there are over 1,300 um, toxins banned from cosmetics and in the US there are 300.
0: Why why?
1: So I have There I think two main reasons one is they are they have a, a stronger regulatory system in Europe when it comes to regulating the use of chemicals and the relationship between government agencies and companies that's one thing yeah the power dynamics are a little bit different but also because the way that we approve substances in the u.s is that in order to block a company selling a substance they have to prove with a reasonable doubt that it's unsafe whereas in europe it's the other way around that you have to prove it's safe before you can sell it
0: do you think it's because the united states is just also way more concerned about making money
1: well, that's what I was very politely trying to get at with yeah. the the rela- the power dynamics between the regulators and companies. Yeah, yeah th- I think that's that's part of it. But I mean, you have all kinds of stories of of you know agricultural chemicals that that are linked with you know childhood development issues yeah. in people exposed to it that are still being sold today. Um, like if you do a Google, um, you know, there was a thing last year where the FDA has blocked this substance called it starts with a C. That's sold by Dow Chemicals, but the EPA doesn't block it, partially because it's different when you spray something on a, f- on a, on a field versus when you eat it. Yeah. But they still have proven that there's, there, there's uh, risk to it, right? Yeah. But it's just that Dow Chemical is a huge company and they pay lots of They're money. Just trying to kill us all. And many all. of the people that work at the FDA and work, well, in their case, at the EPA, are former Dow employees or future Dow employees so hmm. yeah. i'm
0: learning so much also you very much have a radio voice
1: thank you i feel
0: like you would be great i'm, on I'm radio. not
1: gonna listen to this because i hate the sound of my Wh- voice really yeah no
0: i think you have a great voice in fact
1: i took my glasses off because i was afraid that it was making my voice too nasal <laughs>
0: <laughs> are your glasses that tight on your nose
1: i think they are yeah i don't I think think my nose that might that be growing yeah
0: no you have a really good radio voice thank you It's just nice and deep w- i hate the sound of my voice yeah, I feel like I, I sound super so annoying.
1: Can I be can I be real with you? Yes. I am not sure that I like your radio voice. I like your normal voice. Yeah. But I feel see, that I you do like have a, a radio voice.
0: What is my radio voice? Everyone I, always tells me that I have a radio voice. I feel like I just have th- to be more. Yeah. Energetic because I don't want to sound like a biatch.
1: Yeah. So you're right. It is. You know? It is an energy. Yeah. You know. But do normal people talk that?
0: No, but I've had critiques starting off when I would talk more myself that I came off too monotone.
1: Yeah. Okay. You know. I, I can hear that. I mean, I I could never do what you're doing. So, um I I, I think that you're right that you need energy otherwise people it might as well just have a yeah. robot talking. Or I would come just off think about as like, a jerk. Do you remember like when you worked more of an office job and less of a celebrity job that uh <laughs> thank you for laughing. <laughs> You know, Uh, there would be people in the office who are just excessively happy. Yes. Where it's like, for once, when I ask you, Janet, how your day is, can you not not say better than ever?
0: Yeah. I don't think I'm just great.
1: You know, I don't think I'm always.
0: You... Okay, keep in mind, how many times have you actually listened to the station and heard me speak?
1: Well, I don't know. Twice? No, 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 no. Every time I come through Green Bay, I I turn on.
0: That's such BS. You've been here for weeks and you didn't even know what time slot I was on. Yeah, but I used to. Until yesterday. Okay, fine.
1: Fine. You're right. I, I'm not up to speed. You're right. Yes. You probably have a good balance. I'm just adjusting to it. Okay. Uh, uh between, that's fine. That's fair. Between, you know, being a sullen millennial and being an excessively happy Yeah. radio. But
0: the thing is, is that I'm not always excessively happy. Like I will talk about normal stuff and not be like, oh!
1: I like that. I like you that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You so should.
0: I do a mixture of the both.
1: Yeah. I, I think that
0: but like if you just heard a radio dj come on and go Y 100 i'm super excited about this con like you would not think i was excited about what i'm having to sell sure sure my but job think is about selling the greatest
1: things. but think about one of the greatest uh like vj slash djs of all time
0: vjs <laughs> is that even a thing i think that's I, like a video just DJ. think about howard that's stern funny.
1: Right? Yeah, but his, his not job super is energetic. way different than I know, I, and he brings on weird people yeah. and there's a visual aspect, but still, I think he started out with just radio and he has never been yeah. like a super, If like I was on cadence, high energy way of speaking. He was...
0: Yeah, if I did a morning show or if I did like a show with another person, I think that would be different, but when I only get six seconds, yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean?
1: Why, uh, can you tell me, this is one of the biggest mysteries that I can think of yeah, is why do people like morning talk shows where people talk about nothing?
0: Because I feel like, especially in a community like this, they have a sense of
1: friendship. Being, like being a part of the family.
0: Exactly. Like they feel like they're a part of the conversation and they feel like they're getting to know someone. And a lot of the times the topics that the people are talking about is something that someone out there can relate to. Okay.
1: And typically
0: they're you're told if you're on a morning show or a multi-person show yeah no matter what you're talking about you always have to have a different opinion
1: have you done a morning show
0: i've done i used to do like one or two days a week on one in milwaukee yeah so i was the morning millennial on that so my like wow. character was to be the millennial teaching because it was a right. classic rock morning show where i was the youngest one by like 25 years
1: and you do not like classic rock if, if no I, I do
0: i mean i i Okay, now Who you doesn't? just
1: like everything, but I you used I to do. be so into pop music in high school.
0: I I was into more than pop music.
1: Sure, sure.
0: Whatever, Tom. But you remember? Me. Do you
1: remember? Uh, did you ever have to read Fahrenheit 451 in high school?
0: Uh, I don't think I ever read it, but they released a movie. Yeah. Did you watch the movie? Yeah.
1: You did. Yes. Okay. I thought you said yeah. About th-. never mind. Um. So you know that you know how they they have those screens where. You are a participant in in like this living room scene. I really with enjoy the, the.
0: I wish people could see your hand movements right <laughs> now.
1: My yeah. girlfriend makes fun of my hand movements yeah. all the time. Um, Claudia, you know her. I shouldn't I call her my girlfriend. Um, I well, should just call her Claudia. Um, anyway, where they have a fake family that's on the screens, and that it was part of this like in the book, it's supposed to be this dystopia of look at how horrible this society is, where they have this screen, this fake family, yeah, and and you know that's the only way they can get social interaction and feel a part of something um so it's a little bit sad that we need that i mean i don't blame anyone for needing that comfort when they're driving yeah. and everything like that but just to now that i Well and i think it's just a way
0: for them to also kind of escape their own and you can do that with music or you can yeah, do that yeah. but it's just i don't know
1: yeah no, i personally
0: totally. don't i mean i'm not awake at that time anyway to listen to the morning shows right but i I'm big, and I mean, I work in radio, so I don't listen to the radio in my car, which I probably shouldn't say in a podcast, but it's the truth.
1: Yeah, I used to really like, you know, sometimes when I'd be home from college, I would sleep in my mom's bed because she had a huge bed. Yeah. Um, and and because my my bedroom was taken, um, and I always liked waking up to the news. Like she had an alarm that would have NPR news on, and yeah. you wouldn't really listen to it or anything, but just the sound of the voice was a really nice way to wake up.
0: Yeah. I think it's to each their own. Yeah. But I enjoy my end goal would be to be a morning like on a morning show.
1: That's your end goal?
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. So I you, just feel so like it can be
1: an important part of people's lives. Yeah. And help them get to work I in just a better mood.
0: Feel like I am also a conversationalist. Where like when I'm in the studio by myself, that's great. That's fine and dandy. Yeah. I can do my thing. But I enjoy having conversations with other people, which you can do more. On a multi-person show,
1: I agree, I agree, you know, but do you ever feel so so you know what we're doing now, yeah, is that interesting to people that to to hear us just talking about random things? I mean, Sam and I do it person? every
0: week, and people listen, so really yeah do you do you listen to podcasts?
1: I do, but they're usually um, I mean, I listen to sort of the NPR podcasts, which are more just news yeah. and interesting stories, but I've been listening to this one from um, the Gimlet, which is a uh, media group, and okay. it's uh, they have basically a Shark Tank podcast called The Pitch. Okay, do you remember that TV yep. show? Still it's on. Just like that. Oh, really? Mhm. Um, I didn't like the show that much, but well, a lot of people do. The podcast it's still on. is is you know real entrepreneurs coming in and they're doing their pitch, and then they start doing the same thing with the investors asking questions, but it's much more serious and less like every three minutes going to commercial yeah. and saying, what's gonna happen next? Uh, you yeah. know, they don't have all that. <laughs> it's just like That's radio. people talking and giving their pitch and then the other people giving them feedback. Yeah. Um, and so I've been listening to that a lot more.
0: Yeah, I really enjoy, I listen to podcasts with multi. There's this one that I listen to, it's called Scrubbing In. And I, this is like not even within our company, so I'm promoting it, but it's with a girl who does, she's the co-host on the Ryan Seacrest Morning Show. Sure. On the radio. And then her best friend, Becca, who was on the Bachelor franchise. But it's just the two of them. They're like 20-something girls just talking about life and does dating. Does it have anything and, to
1: do with nursing?
0: No, it's because they're big fans of Grey's Anatomy. Ah. So it's called Scrubbing In.
1: Cool. Yeah, but cool.
0: I listened to that weekly i get uh, very into it
1: you just reminded me of something that i think would be interesting for your listeners what which is that i went the founder of the company ashley yeah invited a whole bunch of us like her family and her boyfriend and, and some of the people from the uh, job to get their past lives read <gasps> by Ooh. a fortune teller i don't Ooh. i don't know if that's what you call the person we had
0: a psychic on our podcast
1: is, are they psychics or what, what i don't are know if don't that know. would
0: be considered a psychic if they're reading your past life
1: I don't know, but it was Does
0: everyone have a past life? Is that a stupid question? Okay, f-
1: I I should have prefaced it by saying that I don't I I don't believe in that. What? Of course.
0: Stop it. You don't. Nothing not at all. Why would I? Why wouldn't you? You don't think that there's Okay, maybe not the past life, but do you believe in like spirits and stuff? No. So you don't you think when you die you're just dead?
1: That's that's the baseline assumption that I have right now. Yeah. That's interesting. I don't I think it affects the way that I live though. That's the whole point for me. I love when people find religion and it helps them. Yeah. Um and it helps the rest of us because they're a better person for it. It's just not I don't know if I would have
0: pegged you for the guy that wouldn't believe in that. I don't know why. I just assume that you would.
1: I mean, I I believe yeah. Yeah. I I don't I'm ex- I, I don't have the answers. <laughs> You're
0: trying to come up with no A no i'm, good I'm, right I'm
1: thinking it through um it, it's important to think so do you through.
0: think that so you don't think that you have like like guides that are helping you
1: sure so that's what she was saying is yeah. that she has guides and that she can hear she can channel the message right yeah that's her that's her business model if okay you will. um i don't necessarily believe that but i'm not I don't think that it's not true. I guess it's just not. A, it doesn't change the way that I have to live. Yeah. And I I believe in in science, but I also know that there's a lot out there that would be very tough to explain all the way down to a minute detail. Yeah. If there isn't some sort of creator potentially, I mean I'm kind of at a I'm on a fence. My brothers would kill me for saying that, but uh, to me it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. So anyway, why Speaking why of did brothers?
0: I b- we need to talk about Crescent at some just point. Just wait. Just okay.
1: So he's <laughs> in a long term relationship like always. but um, Like always. Oh. Yeah. But, I love him. Um, I brought it up because she told me. I sat down. Yeah. Some people have really cool stories. Someone sat down. She said, Jesus is in the room now. And, you know, what? this whole thing. See, and like, she was like, she helped weird. Jesus, whatever. I sat down. She said, Why is Abraham Lincoln here? I was like, Yes, I was Abraham <laughs> Lincoln. Oh my yes. God.
0: And that then it wasn't. And then serious. she
1: proceeded to tell me that I was on the Confederate side. Okay. First of in all, in another life. In another life. And that I was a medic. And not because I was a medic, because I was a professional. And I wasn't a doctor. I wasn't a trained medical professional. She said that for some reason I was forced into being a medic. Uh, but that I was really, really good at cutting people's legs off and applying tourniquets wow. and stuff like that. And then in the I, war? Yeah. In the Civil War. Yeah.
0: This is fascinating. Yeah,
1: and she said that particularly I saw a lot of action at Shiloh, the Battle of Shiloh, which I think has a different name. This is something I learned yesterday, which is that the Confederates had different names for the battles than the the Union did. So I don't remember what the official name of Shiloh is. Anyway, and she said that because I was involved in that conflict against my will, and it was so it was such carnage and so much blood that in this life. Ooh. I, I left that, that life, I left the conflict, and I was like, never again. I'm not participating in war. I'm not participating Did you die in battles. In war? She didn't say that. She didn't uh, know. But that in this exactly. life, she says I avoid conflict because of that life.
0: Hmm. Do you think you avoid conflict?
1: I think that sometimes I err too far on that side, but in general, no. I just try to make yeah, sure people get along. Yeah, I do think you do. I mean, you and I have great conflict.
0: Great conflict. Yeah. I feel um, like we don't like, have real conflict, though.
1: No, 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 no. No. So I,
0: I am I, I hate conflict. I will run away far. What away. I think
1: you should do is you should invite uh, Diana, I believe her name is, the, the I would love that. The fortune teller onto your show. Yes. She she lives her house and her office where she does the thing. Yeah. I don't know what it's called, the session. Um, she's really nice, really uh, she's a she's an older woman. Um and she's on Webster, like right by where I used to live, right by the Royal Cleaners, you know what? In the North Shore Bank.
0: I think my cousin went to her when my uncle died. Really? Yeah.
1: See, I didn't know she did that. And where my, she can like talk to a out of her house, spirit. right? Yeah. Yeah. The way that she my cousin
0: it, lives right there, and she's like, "Yeah, I went to the woman right around the corner."
1: Yeah, the way she made it seem is that you sit down and she holds your hands, and and then she kind of just waits to see. Did she what, have a dog? She had a cat.
0: Oh, maybe but it's not the same woman then
1: how many fortune tellers live right there? I don't know, but don't know. this
0: woman had a dog, and my
1: maybe maybe she did. I only saw the the cat, and maybe the dog died. maybe and he's living his next life,
0: but yeah. my cousin Megan said that she kind of did the same thing where she said there was like animals in the room, really? yeah, where she said, my uncle is now a um or she said he entered the room with like a wolf or something. Because he was very big into the Indian, all there that stuff. There were a whole bunch of stuff. wolves
1: on, uh, like paintings in this lady's room in her. In I her wonder if it's the same lady. Living room.
0: I don't know, but I would love to have her. She, we had a psychic on, and it was fascinating.
1: Yeah. They, it, she
0: would not do psychic stuff, or what is the difference? What is it when you channel spirits? It's um, psychic is when they f- no, predict your future.
1: I know what you're. There's a word for it. And a
0: psychic and a... Uh,
1: a medium. A medium. Yeah.
0: So she did both, but she wouldn't do the medium work while we were on the podcast because it would get too emotional. But she did like psychic stuff with us on the podcast. Are you sure that
1: wasn't a sales pitch to get you, I mean...
0: I mean, it might have been, but I reached out to why her. Why does it
1: have to be emotional? Like, what if it just be normal stuff? I don't know. Like, well, we did end up doing it after.
0: And she had Sam and I both crying. But beside the point, she was fascinating. And it was...
1: It is. I, I mean, so going back to the original question of whether or not spirits exist, what I enjoyed was either she has this crazy ability and there's all this spirit world. Yeah. Or she's, she's just really creative. BS. Yeah. Well, yeah. BS, but like really good at it where she throws information at people and tries to get them to react. And then when she finds like when someone has a tell. Yeah. Where they yeah. you know, breathe differently or they blink or they respond or they make a, s- a guttural sound or whatever yeah. she's listening for. Then she l- goes that direction. That's what I think she does. I mean, I'm sure. But then that again, she just randomly said, why am I seeing Hawaii? And then the lady's like, because yesterday I was talking to my friend about I want to go to Hawaii.
0: See, there's some stuff. I think there are or a lot could of. Or be a
1: total coincidence.
0: I know, but. I think there are a lot of people that are fakes out there, yeah. but I think there are people with gifts because I've seen psychics or mediums, whatever, who have said things that didn't make sense to me at the time. Yeah. And then I came to learn some crazy stuff that like I would go to my family and say, this is what they said. And they're like, yeah, um, I, yeah I'm not going to say it on here because but it's just crazy. Or like I went to one once. This was you really
1: should, but I thought we were talking about you need to get personal as a media personality. I know, so but no, because
0: this is talking about other people's you don't business. Hurt family members, involved. yeah, 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 of course. But I there was one instance where she, her, and I were talking, and this was when this was a couple years ago with my mom and her drinking was getting really bad again, and um, I said to the woman, because I had felt it in my mind that it was happening, but I didn't know for sure, yeah. and so sh- the woman is the one who brought it up. It was after my uncle died, and my uncle was my mom's like he was a counselor, an mm-hmm. alcoholic counselor. So he was the one who got my mom sober the first time. And so when he died, it all went to hell again. So he was the one who came through to her and kept bringing up a blue book, a little blue book. And I was like, wow. I have no idea what so you're the, talking the about.
1: A book or what? Yeah, it's
0: an Al-Anon book. Yeah. And she kept saying, yeah, he's talking about how you should go. You should go to this place. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, but okay, whatever. So I call my cousin, Megan, who's his daughter. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling her this. And she's like, Hannah, I'm literally looking at my bookshelf right now. Like I have a Blue al book on my bookshelf. And I was like, that's wow. wild. Because I would have never, I would have never. And maybe she just knew about, I don't know. Yeah. But it was wild. And some of the other stuff she had said, I talked to my aunt after. And she kind of reaffirmed some things. So sure. I think that there are true talented people I assume
1: out there. that it doesn't do any damage. So why not? yeah my dad was worried about me like inviting demons into my life really you know, you know he's very religious
0: yeah so, oh yeah i guess that um you know yeah
1: so he was not entirely pleased but i i, I said that i have enough demons and so we all have demons there isn't room for any there aren't there isn't any room so
0: so do you think you would be happier living here
1: why do you have if to you ask moved that home? Question? Because I, I'm interested. Because no,
0: selfishly, I want you to move back. Yeah. Home.
1: So I love Green Bay. It was always my plan to come back here. Yeah. And then I met Claudia, um, well, first I didn't get into the MBA programs here, and then I went and did my MBA in Spain at yeah. a really good school. So I was happy with it, and it was some of the best two years of my life. And I made a lot of really good friends, and most of them live in Europe, but um, I still wanted to come back to Green Bay just because I love the community and I love you know I've always had plans to start or run a business and employ people and yeah. and do cool things. Um and and then I met Claudia and she has a wonderful family and they're in Madrid. And she had a really good job offer after. So I actually had a job offer to go live in Miami, which I wasn't oh, excited wow. about Miami at all.
0: I would never want to. Do you remember either.
1: do you, you know that I worked in Brazil uh 2 years ago that so I No. I worked for this company in Sao Paulo, Brazil. And they gave me an offer to help them in their U.S. operations out okay. um, Miami. Because Miami oh. is a very, uh, um, almost a part of Latin America, yeah. you know. But I just wasn't that excited about living there. So I was going back and forth about, do I take this offer? Or do I go to Madrid with Claudia? And then in the end, I said, you know, F it. You know, l- l- let's go for love. And so I moved to Madrid. Um, Always a
0: hopeless romantic. Tom, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tommy.
1: Yeah, you've seen m- many interesting crushes over the years, haven't you? I have. But I've talked
0: you through many of yes, them.
1: Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Hannah. You're um, so no, m- the long answer, the short of of the long that I just gave you, is yes, I would be happy here, but I don't think I would be happy without Claudia. Yeah. That's so the question of what does that would mean? she ever live here? I think she would for a while, but she can't for 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 at least the immediate future. But what I do know is that I am much happier when I'm being productive and when I'm helping a company yeah. than being unemployed and drinking cheap wine yeah. on my couch. So, you know, I don't want ast- to... I shouldn't forever associate Madrid with that. Yeah, It wasn't Madrid. It was just that particular yeah. situation.
0: Which could have uh, happened anywhere.
1: Yeah. So so I, I, I... Which, by the way, you would never have known that. If we want to talk about social media, would you no. have known that that was all happening? I wouldn't have. Right. But I also so feel kind like of sad that you
0: never would have like reached out to me.
1: Well, that's... Because I'm always you're right. here to talk. You, you are here to talk. It's true. But I really didn't reach out to anybody. I'm kind of the person who, who ruminates on a thing with one or two people, m- mainly my dad. Yeah. And my brothers. And Claudia. She's very supportive. Um, but, But I'm much happier... You know, right now than I was a few months ago yeah. with this work. And that's really what it doesn't get better than working for a small business and employing people. So, and well, and
0: I feel like a lot of people don't feel happiness when they work. Yeah. So when you find it, it's yeah. something that you need to hold on to.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Because there are a lot of people who hate going to work every single day,
1: which 100%, is me. 100%. Before
0: I came here, but it's like, makes me sad that people would hate. Well, what I mean,
1: you know in in some sense we're we're lucky that we you know might have the family support or the time to to find the right job and to take risks right like i would never do what i did what i what i'm doing now if i had kids you know yeah my dad quit his job at associated to start the bank with with his partner when he already had i think 8 kids at the time
0: that's wild and I went a
1: year without salary like that i'm i'm not going to do that i don't have that in me that yeah. g- that level of risk tolerance so my my point is is that now i mean while we're kid childless responsibility millennials yeah. we have this great o- we have this great opportunity to just like find the right job you exactly know? we almost have a responsibility to do that
0: that reminds me you may have seen it on my instagram story but in that book my favorite part was saying that because i was telling the girls i'm like I feel like you get to a certain point and mm-hmm. literally every single one of my friends is married, like being in their weddings and they're all starting to have kids where you feel like, should I be at that point? Right. You know what I mean? Like you always feel like you're behind. And then I read the book where she says, um, uh, maybe you are destined for something so much cooler, which won't come until five years down the road yeah. where like you're meant for a different yeah. path than all the people around you for sure. and that you're stuck in your mind. Like this is where I should be at this age. Or you had a vision of what it was supposed to be but yeah god has another plan or whoever the spirits your guides th- have another plan for you
1: whatever yeah you it, it, it is very true you shouldn't um measure your life against other people's of course which it is so hard, hard in really 2019 hard. with yeah but the thing media. is it is are you really measuring well are you you're measuring your real life against other people's fake life online yeah right? it's so true so you really like have to filter it backwards when it gets into your head that like maybe hannah is not having that great of a night yeah you know even though she just posted two stories about it true yeah you don't want to think that about people and judge them and be like they're not that happy yeah but at the same time you have to keep that in mind that like they're giving you a tiny snapshot you know but at the same time you don't want to be out there like the life sucks uh, as as, as as a facebook post and then everyone asks What's wrong? Those are the I don't worst want talk kind it. of
0: people ever. The yeah. people who literally or the people who will like check into a hospital or yeah. check in somewhere just because they want people to ask where they are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. If I ever become that, will you please just I'm
1: I'm on that. Thank you. You know, I have a deal with Eric Summerside you just reminded me of? Uh, uh, that if if we ever got became the people who walk around in public talking on a Bluetooth, that, <laughs> oh, God. that your obligation is to rip it out of yes. their ear and smash it on the ground. I
0: am in on that. Yeah, because yeah. that's the worst. Yeah, I, mean, I hate it when you don't know and then you don't know if they're talking to you or not. Yeah, and then you realize and you're like, oh okay, yeah. you're not talking to me. That's I think cool. this
1: thing is not gonna happen anyway because everyone has their eye, a- their earbuds or whatever. True. And so where do you draw the line between earbuds? Yeah. And. and and
0: air buds are like the bluetooth of yeah.
1: today's time And the thing that i didn't realize in high school when we made that promise is like you know what if you're washing the dishes and you just want to like chat with your mom you know yeah you need you need that you you need a hands-free option. you're always
0: just going to find an exception
1: yeah well so th- i promise i made my sister when we were younger we were really into I feel like nature. there's a lot
0: of promises should yeah. we make some kind of promise yeah we should but okay. let's
1: let me tell you this okay so we were very young and it was that we're gonna uh, only never smoke cigarettes. Yep, I like drink that one. one beer per year. <laughs> That's very unattainable. And I never go to a strip club.
0: Have you done any of those? I, I've never smoked a cigarette.
1: I've never been to a strip club. Really? Yeah.
0: We should we should go to Ophal Office. And I'm tonight. just
1: a touch over one beer per year.
0: Just a little.
1: But I didn't include wine in that. True. So, yeah.
0: I well, you you listen to my podcast about my strip club experience, right? Uh, I did it. Those I'm random sorry. men.
1: No, I would like to hear it though.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's really not much to tell except I went to a strip club with a bunch of married no. men that I literally just met, mm. and the one tried to trick me into thinking he wasn't married. Oh. And then I saw pictures of his twin babies on his phone.
1: This is apparently a thing. The you know like batch was this a bachelor party?
0: No, these were. Um, they were a bunch of financial dudes mm. who were in town for a client party. They were from financial Kansas City, bros. Yeah. yeah, and they were like, yeah, it was a very, I, yeah, yeah,
1: it was very weird. But apparently, yes. it's a thing in Brazil—not um, a thing thing, but that it's fairly common to actually hire straight up prostitutes for bachelor parties what? before you get married. And that my friends say that many times guys will actually what the hell you know go all the way, not just the friends, like the guy. I mean, obviously, it's probably exaggerated, Just but the fact that like I've asked many people and they all say like, yeah, I mean, it's not everyone, but it's like common enough and that everybody knows. Know someone about
0: this? The f- the wives.
1: Um, some do. That's I think, super messed but up. But I I imagine it's hopefully a thing that's dying out. But yeah. it was common enough that everyone, even if they or their immediate friends hadn't done it, like everybody knew someone who had a bachelor party where they were prostitutes. I just, I just. And then I wonder, does that happen here also? I mean, we don't have those kind of friends.
0: I mean, I'm sure they go to strip clubs, but I don't understand what the point of strip clubs is. That was, I was such a buzzkill to these guys because I'm drunk and I'm just sitting there the whole time talking crap about it. I literally said to them, I'm like, you're all wealthy, good looking guys. If your end goal was to like try to hook up with a chick go into a bar why do you have to come to a strip club get horned up and then if you want to do something you have to pay for it
1: well be- i think because it's like cutting straight to the chase and they don't have to do the whole like being nice and charming yeah but then thing. you're
0: paying for it right like
1: i agree i, I, I just think it's so I'm, stupid or i'm like the whole I'm point is for you here. to
0: go and get horned up and then go home alone right it's so stupid I was right. like, And then I just felt bad for the girls, and they're like, do you know how much money they're making? I'm like, right. yeah, but they're probably sad inside. <laughs> That's so sad. Maybe it not. is. That's an
1: assumption. I think some people like it. I don't know. I You should ask Cardi B when you meet her. I'm sure you'll meet her. Oh, she's not a country like artist.
0: You know. Can you roll your tongue? You totally can, can't you? Can you do the, oh, cr- No. Do it. Oh, cor. <laughs> you can't do it. You can totally. I feel I like if you. can roll my li- tongue, yeah. but I don't
1: know what, I don't you know do what the, you're talking oh, cr- about. You
0: do the, oh, but I can't roll my tongue. So you when you hit the R oh, Yeah. I can't do that.
1: Yeah, I've never heard her say that though. What? No. I don't does she say oh it in my a song? Gosh,
0: job. It's literally like what she's known for. Oh okay, yeah. She's in a Pepsi commercial. If you watch the Super no, Bowl commercial. The only Super Bowl commercial
1: I've seen is that ASMR okay. Super Bowl commercial because I looked it up on YouTube.
0: Well, she's in one. This shirt is falling apart. She's in one on where that. it's they're in a restaurant and Steve Carell is sitting in a booth behind this person. When the waitress comes up and is sh- the person's like, "Can I get a diet coke?" and the woman's like, "Is Pepsi okay?" and Steve Carell uh, stands up and goes, "Is Pepsi okay?" Blah 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 or whatever. And then Lil Jon is behind going, "Okay." And then Cardi B walks in and goes, "Oh, okay.
1: Lil Jon's not bad, yeah."
0: But I can't roll my tongue, so be- I've been getting a little okay. better. Okay. Okay. What? Yeah. So
1: um that's that yeah yeah well so anyway there i'm sure that there are some women who enjoy stripping
0: yeah Why i just not? it's sad but anyway but
1: is it i mean i think it's more sad if if people the whoever it is in the transaction if someone's walking away worse for the wear but i assume that there must be some where i like, just
0: want to know their story like how did you end up
1: here you should bring a stripper on your podcast
0: <laughs> i should no, i should have asked one that night yeah no, when I was there at you 2 should bring a, a stripper
1: m. and then bring like regular strip club clients. Why they're there? Okay, I will. And I, then they'll I, say I that it's something about like you know feeling a part of a family and wanting the company. You know, like the same. You know, while
0: I shake my tits and ass.
1: I don't know, but I in
0: th- front of a bunch of married guys. It was just so disturbing. And then there's the two one two of the married guys are like right up on the stage, just getting yeah. boobs in their face for like five dollars.
1: Well, it's fairly common, I think. Now that I think back. Of of people going to the strip club together as a couple, which also Ooh. seems weird to me.
0: That's weird. I'm the worst person to go to a strip club with because, like I said, I talk crap the whole time. Those guys probably questioned why they brought me there multiple times. Right,
1: right. You were a downer. I was at the strip club. You ruined their awesome. I did.
0: Night. Whatever. And I kept calling <laughs> the one guy "vagina hair." Why? Because he like his hair was all messed up from getting all the body oh. parts in his face.
1: I thought there was no touching.
0: No, there was touching. Like, she would grab uh, his all head. In the
1: movies and, like, in The Wire, there's, well, like I don't a know, whole season. I don't think he
0: can touch her, but she would uh, grab his head and, like, motorboat and then stick it in other places. Okay,
1: okay, okay, okay. Yeah. It, yeah, you can get the visual. Maybe you were a stripper in a past life.
0: Maybe I was. I'm really interested to know. I feel like I probably have a really Maybe weird past yeah. life. I'm like sure. something really weird probably happened I think happened everybody to
1: me. does. I mean... You, if you we forget about past lives for a second, you can just like go back in your family history and find all kinds of weird stuff.
0: Oh my gosh! Speaking of, this is gonna get way too long. I did talk about this on a podcast. So you can go back and listen. But my dad is adopted. You know. Yeah. Him and his twin sister, and we did um 23andMe. I got it for him for Christmas.
1: Are you part husky?
0: No, we are part. Uh, what is the caveman? Neanderthal. Neanderthal. We're yeah. like sixty percent Neanderthal. Yeah. Which I think everyone is. Um,
1: so I'm going to get way, way out of, over my skis here. Do you know that expression? No.
0: (laughs) Sounds like a dad
1: (laughs) joke I'm going to get ahead of myself here. Okay. But I went to my, my girlfriend, Claudia's grandma founded this, um, like group that does brings in professors and like gives lectures about different topics to old people. Yeah. It's not supposed to be old people. It's just ended up being mostly old people because they have the free time. Okay. And I went to a bunch of those while I was unemployed. And one of them was a professor who studies like the prehumans, yeah and the the fossil record and everything. and one of the interesting things is that um that the people of purely origin uh purely African origin don't have uh Neanderthal, and people who their uh homo sapiens strain left Africa sooner went up to Europe while they were still. And and out to Asia while they were still Neanderthals yeah. and did mixing. And that's why that actually, uh, if you are like of pure African origin, you don't have any Neanderthal for the most part. Oh. And that we have more Neanderthal, yeah. non-Africans, which is very interesting is. when you think about it. Because I just assumed to, cavemen
0: yeah. were the first
1: well, yeah, people so,
0: uh, or, well, I guess, I don't know. It's all weird. It's too weird.
1: Yeah, there are a lot of different theories about it in terms of exactly how did the transition happen. Like, was it that the ne- that the Homo sapiens killed all the Neanderthals or or whatnot? Yeah. But apparently, it was more that um, the Neanderthals were in one part of Africa and they moved out, hmm. and then the Homo sapiens took over after that all of Africa, and then the Homo sapiens followed the Neanderthals out of Africa and mixed. Interesting. That was this professor's theory, oh. but so it's very interesting.
0: Well, I am... But
1: I'm sorry to take away the the excitement of being part Neanderthal. Yes, very excited about it. You should be very excited.
0: But we also found that my dad's birth family is a deep here family.
1: Oh, wow. So you might know them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So we've been emailing back and forth with one of the women who sent a picture of who she believes to be my dad's brother. Mm. So her uncle would have been my dad's dad. Who wow. passed away twenty years ago, but my dad has four siblings who would those would be like my aunts and uncles sure. and they're from a farming family in Deep here, but she needs to talk with them first before yeah. giving us more information.
1: Do, do, do they want to meet? I mean do, I mean I like, don't know.
0: She has to talk. She I have to, I mean on
1: your on your side, like does your dad and your
0: Yeah. My dad is like super I mean, he, he you know, he's been interested in No, but the picture she sent me of this guy looks like my dad. It's just crazy. And it's so weird to think that, I mean, I could have like gone to high school with people I'm blood related to. Your
1: cousins could be listening to you on Y100. Yeah.
0: Isn't that weird? Yeah. But it's very crazy to think that, I don't know. I mean, obviously, well, it's only my dad and my grandma, like they're my family, but it's just weird to think that I'm blood related to people. Right. You don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, and it's crazy how you can figure that out from spit. Yeah, you literally just spit I've in the tube.
1: I've heard that the 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 accuracy is questionable of but of those tests. yeah, and that you really like to your point, that it provides a sample, but to get like a really meaningful and high quality sample that blood Yeah, I know, suppose. Or hair is the most reliable, and that you you like that this is kind of you know mass produced.
0: yeah. But still defined,
1: like like high volume where they're not really doing the highest. Yeah. Um, the the most. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? In-depth research most, uh, exhaustive testing methods.
0: Oh, well, I don't know. I just think it's crazy. Yeah, it's wild.
1: It is. That's really cool. I hope you meet yeah. them. Thank you. And then bring them on your podcast. I know you I'm, you're
0: giving me some. So many of my friends want to come. Bryant Dorsey. Every time I see him, which is, like, weekly, he brings me a new idea for a podcast. Like, he wants to come on and talk about WWE, and I was like, Brian, that conversation will last 10 minutes. Yeah. And he's a lawyer in the area, so I'm like, you need to come on and talk about, he can't talk about cases. And I was like, well, you can talk about past cases.
1: Mm, It's more that. That's the interesting stuff. The the thing is, is, like, you probably have some repeat clients, and Green Bay is such a small town that you can sort of back into by process of elimination of what some of those stories he would be talking about are.
0: He was on the Vander Heiden case. Did you hear about that? That was on Dateline? No. You didn't hear about that? What is it? She was I murdered. Was, when is this? Um. Well, last year was the the trial. So it's happened like late 2017?
1: Yeah, I was doing other things at the okay. time. Okay. But yeah, well, that's my fault. So what is it?
0: It's a, she was a 20, like late 20s girl she had just had a baby three months prior her and her baby daddy decided to go out for the first time Mm -hmm. got too drunk she ended up leaving the bar like walking because she was mad about something and never came home and they found her body in that field that's right over by um like that quick trip you know that those farming fields yeah or the police station stuff they found her body the next day brutally murdered in that field
1: Wow. So they By originally, the
0: yeah. So they originally arrested the baby daddy and he was in jail for weeks, like missed her funeral, all that stuff, yeah. until finally they realized they didn't have enough evidence to convict him. So they went without figuring out who killed her for months. And then the dude who did it, George Birch, he got in a hit and run car accident. And because of it, they asked for his phone records. Wow. And then ended up getting DNA that came back that his DNA was the one on her body. And so then they had his phone records and they pinged him at every spot. But he claimed that he picked her up, that she wanted to have sex with him. So they drove to her house, but she refused to go inside because her baby daddy was in there. So he claimed they started having sex in the car. And this guy's like seven foot, like huge, and claims that the boyfriend came out knocked him out cold and when he awoke the boyfriend had killed the girl and made him dump the body wow. so it was like this huge thing so the trial went on for and four so, days
1: and, and he didn't go to the police because why at that point,
0: thank you yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. so the whole thing it was just crazy and the trial was like four days long. my coworker was the in the on the jury oh, for right. it
1: are you is that something you're supposed to know I thought jurors are not supposed to see Well, after case it's done. Yeah, maybe. They can. Yeah, maybe.
0: Yeah. And her husband works here, so that's kind of how we knew because he spilled the beans.
1: Okay, now you're just bringing also, so many people into this.
0: Also, no because the trial is on like the trial was live on the internet and yeah. they had her holding pieces of evidence. Yeah. So, okay. I don't know. Whatever. So anyway, she came on the podcast after the whole thing was done. Wow. and talked about the process and all that stuff. So she was able to talk about it. So I told Bryant that he should, but he said he couldn't. But I get it. That's right. more his job. Yeah. So You
1: don't want to be the lawyer who talks.
0: No. But anyway, it was you a just very interesting case. You just reminded me of
1: an awesome movie that I just saw on a flight. What? 12 Angry Men.
0: I've heard of that. Who's in that?
1: It's super old. I have no idea who's in it. It's black and white.
0: Oh, then maybe I haven't. But I'm it's, so it's, annoyed that the shirt is breaking.
1: Yeah, you're really destroying it. You, I just bought once it. Once you're going to run in it, you need to leave it. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Sorry, Dad. Yeah. It's all, the whole thing starts with just the end of a court scene, and then the jury goes into a room.
0: Wait, we watched that in high school.
1: Did we? I I didn't, but I'd never seen it before. I watched that in high school. But it was awesome. It's a really good movie. Yeah. I mean, it's like, think about how boring the plot is. Yeah. They just, like, 12 people get in a room and talk for two hours, but it ends up being a great movie. Yeah. We watched that in high school. Yeah.
0: I really liked that movie. Yeah. Good times.
1: I I was pleasantly surprised. I... I did the thing that I always do on airplanes, which is where I watch my movie and then I watch someone else's at the same time.
0: Oh, see, that will get too confusing. So I I, sta- I watched you- the
1: first half of it on another guy's seat, like the guy yeah. in front of me to but the right. But you can't hear anything. No, but I just kind of keep an eye on it. And, That's weird. And I so I saw what I, I liked, what I saw, and so then I watched it after oh.
0: that. How do you, a tall man, sit on a flight for that long?
1: It's horrible, but. I, get it done how
0: long is that flight from Spain to here
1: well it depends on the route but I mean usually you're not in a plane for more than 8 hours Yeah.
0: ugh I can't imagine that and I'm short yeah For a tall guy. one time I
1: did a 16 hour flight oh my god that sounds rough to South Africa
0: yuck you've been everywhere
1: no I haven't welcome home thank you
0: Katie Coleman's moving home and then you can move home and then all my besties will be back get the
1: crew back together
0: I'm so excited I'm making you move sorry
1: uh, you should talk, to, talk Claudia, to Claudia. I'll talk to Claudia. She can
0: have a friend here already.
1: Yes, it's true. She likes you. She yeah. said that. Good. I told her I was going yeah, to Yeah, we spent time
0: together at the, wildlife, at the sanctuary, wildlife Sanctuary when I was severely hungover.
1: You were, but I'm glad that you soldiered through it. I did. Yeah.
0: I really got out.
1: We got you. Saw you deer carcasses.
0: carcasses.
1: What? Deer carcasses? Remember? There the were live deer there. Ah, uh, you mean when they fed the wolves? Yeah. Yeah. That was that's really That's the cool. first
0: thing that I see when you I'm- You know that's
1: roadkill deer?
0: Yeah, I did yeah. know that. That was just very interesting. Um, okay, we should probably wrap this up. This is a long one. Do you have any final thoughts? What uh, is your favorite thing about being my friend?
1: I feel as though um, you are always happy to see me. It's true. Yeah. Some Maybe if you lived here,
0: care. I wouldn't be as happy, but no, I'm just kidding.
1: No, I mean, I might you might you we might get sick of each other at some point. I don't
0: think we ever got sick of each other, and you probably got sick of me in high school.
1: No, back in I mean, the day, we had enough friends. But yeah, I think that you're, that 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 our relationship and you as a person you're you're genuinely a nice person, even when you're scared about making a good first impression as you walk Thank into you. a group of people.
0: Also, my mom still loves you. I love your mom. Yeah, like anytime she sees any indication of you anywhere on social media, I get a text.
1: I hope she listens to this.
0: I, she will probably. And, and then she'll text me and she'll be like super bummed that you have a girlfriend because she's convinced that you're yeah. supposed to be my husband. Yeah. I mean, so sorry, mom.
1: We, you know, we're going to spend the rest of our lives together, Bev, but <laughs> as friends, you know, you tell yeah, her that yeah. she's that's the one who fine. sends me I the text. Mean, I'm, she, I'm happy to have her be like a second mother-in-law if she wants to, as long oh, as she that's, doesn't that's nice. know, get bossy or anything like no. that. No. Yeah. Which she wouldn't. That's not her style.
0: No. She's bossy to me. I yeah. get texts once a week telling me to have kids, and I'm like, Mom.
1: you, Yeah, tell her that.
0: That's horrible. Yeah. I don't have time for that.
1: Yeah. I'm so what's your final th- thought?
0: My final thought is that About I'm very anything. happy that you're here, and I'm very happy that we got to catch up on life, and are we going to go have a drink somewhere?
1: Uh, yes, because my mouth is parched and okay. i really hope that people aren't getting an asmr thing of like no. the, my lips sticking together i feel right like we now.
0: need to do a poll on your radio voice
1: yeah sure we're Ple- going please to please do that please do that
0: because it's great okay thank well, you thanks Hanna. tom
1: Bye-bye. bye
0: bye <laughs>